On May the 16th, 2014, police were called to a residence in Northern Virginia. They were alerted when neighbours could hear Roxana Rico, who was found lying on her back and screaming for help in a pool of her own blood in the entryway of her apartment. She was airlifted to hospital. Officers found 41-year-old Marco Coletto sitting on a bench with a knife shortly after responding to the apartment complex. These court documents say that when the police approached Marco, he said, just let me die. Now I've seen the body. I've seen the autopsy report. Unfortunately, I cannot show this on YouTube, but what this man did to Roxana was sickening. So I ask, was this a crime of a man who was abused as a child and it was normal for him? Or is this a man who is just weak and pathetic? Let's get into it. If you do end up liking this video, please subscribe. We start with the city of Leesburg. Northern Virginia houses two of the world's richest counties, Loudoun and Fairfax. Leesburg falls under Loudoun, a quaint town with its narrow streets, Amish outlet mall and hipster eateries. A crime of this nature would be out of place in a town so quiet. Marco and Roxana were married, but over time they had become separated. During these events, Marco was living in New Jersey with his family, whilst Roxana was in Virginia. Roxana was planning to come to New Jersey as she needed documents to go to school. For some reason, Marco wasn't happy about this. Roxana was afraid because Marco's behaviour had been escalating and she didn't know what to do if she went to New Jersey, but she did plan to make this trip on May the 16th. The reason she was unsure whether to go to New Jersey is because Marco acted violently toward her in their relationship. For some reason, her going to New Jersey rubbed him the wrong way. Marco hit Roxana previously and choked her several times. It was revealed during the trial that Roxana would always be lending Marco money. A co-worker by the name of Mr. Jackson confirmed to police that Roxana asked him to walk her to her car one night when they were both working at the hospital as she was afraid Marco may be there waiting for her. Whenever she would tell Marco she's going out with friends or had plans, he would get angry and upset so she would cancel and stay home. This is the front of the house when the police arrived. These are taken directly from the case files. This is the car Marco was driving at the time. This is an image of the back of the house. Now a psych evaluation was done for Marco during the trial and it was revealed his mind was full of demons that he couldn't control. It was said he had a rough and painful childhood growing up in the Bronx in New York. It was him, his sister with his mom and dad. His father was abusive both physically and emotionally. His father would beat his mom in front of him and at times abuse his mother sexually in front of Marco and his sister. Marco's father threatened to kill him if he ever tried to help his mom. In elementary school, Marco was once pushed by a classmate, fell to the floor and started crying. When his father arrived to see what happened as the teachers called him, his father actually beat him more and said, 
Now you have a real reason to cry. His mother worked hard, sewing and babysitting. She would also cook and clean in the house. Most of the money they had was taken by the father because he would often go out drinking and enjoy other women. The demons for Marco did become tamed by the time he was 12. In one incident, they were having dinner at the house, but the father complained that the table was not set up to his liking. He threatened to hit Marco's mother, as well as Marco and his sister. His father banged the table, stood up, pointed at the mother and said, Do you want me to? Do you want me to? Indicating, do you want me to hit you? At which point Marco and his sister got up, pinned him to the wall and that was it. Marco, his sister and his mother moved out a week later. Now going to the incident itself, the case file isn't clear on why Marco was reluctant for Roxana to go to New Jersey. But it's clear to me this was just a tipping point. For example, if he is trying with Roxana and if he's trying to be a father to their kids because they had kids, then maybe if she was to go to New Jersey, she would see that he has a small apartment. This guy's in his 40s, he's still living with his mother. Maybe she would look at him in a rather degrading way. I'm not trying to put Roxana down. I'm just trying to tell you what I think Marco may have been thinking. Perhaps whenever he went to Virginia and he spoke to Roxana, he said, yeah, I've got this great job. I'm making good money. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. If he's still with his mother, where he eats, what kind of clothes he wears, what car he actually drives, then maybe she'd realize, well, this guy is a deadbeat. I thought he was. Hence the reason why we're no longer together. So maybe her insistence on coming to New Jersey was just and him getting angry, maybe it was just embarrassment. On May the 16th, Marco aggressively attacked Roxana. He got a blade and he stabbed her in the back multiple times. He then turned her around, inserted the knife in her chest and went up and down her chest. He then started to stab himself. And in the case file, there were images of deep stab marks in his thumbs and hands. This is probably why he said to the police, just let me die. It seems that in this rage, I don't think whatever Roxana said to him in that moment is the reason. I think this would have been the tipping point of all the stress that he was going through. And I think once he attacked Roxana, took her life, I think he got the knife, he inserted it in, his, in this part of his hand as in the autopsy reports and the case files, that's where the stab marks were on his hand. I think he put the knife in and he twisted, but he was too afraid to go any further because of the pain. Now, during the trial, Marco's sister said that Marco and Roxana had been together for 10 years. Marco would drive every weekend to see her and their kids. There were at times when Marco would travel and be on his way only for Roxana to text him saying, no, you can't see the kids this weekend. In the case file, there was also a whole host of letters from different family members speaking on Marco's behalf, asking the judge for forgiveness and leniency. Eventually, Marco was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Now, my conclusion on this story, and the case file was quite bare, to be honest, there wasn't much in there. But my conclusion is, we've all experienced trauma. In fact, every negative aspect of our lives causes some kind of trauma, whether it's small or big. Take rejection. Rejection is a huge aspect in why people lash out or, or make stupid decisions. I've been rejected. It hurts. It's painful. It causes trauma. As the next person you get to know, you might withdraw yourself early in fear 
of being rejected again. That is trauma and a defense mechanism. But in no way does any kind of trauma, particularly someone like Marco, who had a job, who had a house, who had family around him, does it ever justify him attacking anyone, let alone poor Roxana? Domestic violence is a huge issue. And as a man, the single biggest reason for domestic violence is just a man being a pussy. Forgive me for being blunt. But when I look at a lot of case files, when I hear a lot of stories, when I when I see friends or or I mean we all hear relationship troubles every day from different people, whether it be on social media or whatever. But what really makes my dick itch is when you see a woman with bruises on her face. Is when you see children who go hungry. It's when you see a woman pleading the judge or people for some kind of financial assistance because the husband or the boyfriend has left her with the kids. Men, stop abandoning your fucking kids. I know it's hard and there are many justified reasons for you to split with your partner. But irrespective of your partner, it is your job and your obligation to provide for your kids. That doesn't mean you go move to another state. That doesn't mean you go, you know abroad and live another life find another girl do that stuff but your obligation are your kids not you not your ex-wife not all your future friends or your future girlfriends your obligations are your kids they deserve it because you asked for them by having them by them being delivered in the room by you visiting them every single weekend or whatever the context is you chose this you asked for this it's your fucking job like obviously me and you don't know the ins and outs of this relationship but my guess and again I'm just giving you my own opinion but my guess would be if there were instances where Marco would be on his way from New Jersey to Virginia and midway through Roxana would text saying well you can't see the kids she would only do this if he has fucked her off so much she's trying to get back at him don't get me wrong there are some nasty women out there as well as men but I think Roxana hated this man for continuously beating her, grabbing her neck, hitting her face. Are you this weak? Are you this pathetic? The reason why I mentioned all the trauma as a child is because he saw his father treat his mother. When his father got angry, his father lashed out. There's no thinking. Maybe this was normalized for Marco. You understand what I'm saying, right? So whenever Marco was with Roxana, Marco felt She's pissing me off, I'm annoyed, whatever it may be. And the only way he could cope with it was to lash out and to hit her, to make himself feel better. Now, I don't know what that is. But whenever I hear that kind of stuff, I think you still have intellect. You still have the ability to stop and think. We all get angry. I have trauma as a child, a defense mechanism, because I feel like I've been rejected everywhere I go, right? doesn't mean I go and hit someone. It doesn't mean I go and verbally abuse someone. Like if, if I'm trying to meet a girl or something and she rejects me, that doesn't mean I send her a long text saying, what the fuck, blah, 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 which would be the equivalence to Marco. That would be my equivalent to what Marco did. Like we, at the end of the day, you have a brain, you can think. My final word on this is poor, poor, poor Roxana. I can only imagine what her parents were feeling. And Marco made 45 years, wasn't enough.